Have you signed up for the reset? You know, that's my four-day hypnobreathwork workshop jam-packed with transformative strategies to regulate your nervous system and grow your business. And it's happening the week of September 11th. Because if you haven't, you really should. Like I said, it is jam-packed. We're going to cover how to accelerate your business without burnout and stress. I'm actually going to walk you through a proven process to uncover your blind spots and your subconscious blocks to break through your upper limits in order to achieve your goals. And then I'm going to share how to eliminate comparison and anxiety so that you can show up in your business and life consistently. And then finally, I'm going to walk you through a step-by-step plan for you to regulate your nervous system so you can connect with that inner guidance and wisdom, prioritize your peace and energy, and show up as the whole leader that you are. It's going to be so good. So go ahead and scroll down into the show notes, click on the link, or you can text the word RESET to 202-918-3235, and I'll see you there. You're listening to the Super Expander Podcast. Align goals are pivotal for expansion. You don't need me to tell you that. But what happens when your flame weakens? What really happens when it totally goes out? Reignite Your Goals starts with awakening to the emotions that pull you further and further away. Letting go of your shame, denial, and frustration, and figuring out why your body is resisting your goals are the key to success. Regulate your nervous system, release the blocks, and reassess your path forward because your goals are ready to be reset and reignited. Hello, hello, Super Expanders. Welcome back to the show. I am literally jumping out of my skin for this conversation. It's been been a long time coming, and I'm so, so excited to introduce you to Christina Bartold. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Ever since I had you on my podcast, like, yeah, you poured in so much. So I'm just so excited to chat. Are you sure you're excited? Because your woo was like, woo. Was it? (laughs) I was like, woo. No, no, I was excited. I I was (laughs) excited. Okay, so now you guys know how this is gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we we are excited. And I'm just gonna give a little context because I love giving context of how it is that we actually we we know each other. So we were in fast foundations together. I think the a mastermind, which I'm a huge fan of masterminds. I know that you guys know this, but the funny thing was somehow we were in the same mastermind, but I think we were in separate groups because it was a really, really unusually large mastermind and we were in separate groups. And somehow we were in this mastermind this whole entire time and we never actually connected, but she kept, it was like in this orbit and her name kept coming up. And I was like, you know what? I have no idea. Just because that mastermind has ended doesn't mean that I can't reach out and have a conversation and make this connection. And so that's what I did. And I was like, you know what? We've got to have, we've got to connect. And we did, we hit it off and here we are, here we are. I got to be on her podcast. We laughed, we jammed out and here we are. And we're about to bring all of the energy and all of the goodness to you here inside of this conversation. So Christina, I have got to ask you because I don't think we've actually ever had this conversation before. I need to know who you are deep down on a soul level. Well, you gave me a little hint that you're going to ask me this and immediately my skin crawled. It's like when people ask me if I have hobbies, when people ask me if I have hobbies, I'm like, working is, is working a hobby, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. But 
think at my core, when I think about who I am, I know that like community and community builders is really like what comes up for me initially. Everything I've ever been interested in, passionate about, excited about involves other people and bringing together people, creating space for people, whether that's been like in my career or in my life, or personally, even when I think about my big dreams, like they're all around, like, how do I create community with others and help other people shine, shine their light on each other. And so at my core, I would say that's, that's who I am more simply a wife and have been married for the last few years, my husband, Josh, and I'm a very involved dog mom. That's very important to my identity. I know you're also an involved dog mom as, as I know your daughter's grown, but, (laughs) but yeah, I would say at my core, I would say community, a community builder. I love that. I'm totally an involved dog. I just, (laughs) you know, that's what I think that they're like people who are, are dog people are like truly, truly my people. (laughs) Yeah. So when you describe yourself as a community builder, and that's being something that's truly deep down at your soul, what you are, I feel like you nailed it on the head in terms of uncovering that for yourself, because the energy that you bring into a group dynamic, or even when it's just like this one-to-one, it is just like oozes connection. And um, what's the word I want to use? Uh, It's just very, this like vivacious energy, which is what I really think it takes to bring people together truly. So I love that that's how you identify on, on your soul level. So if there was a time that, you know, you really started to uncover this about yourself, was it that started to be this indicator that that was something that was really, really important to you? Mm-hmm. So when I look back on like the patterns of my life, I see it very clearly. Like when I look back on like, you know, I've never been somebody like, even as a kid, I'm, I'm a, are you a Manny Jen? I'm a generator, just a generator. straight. Okay. All the energy. <laughs> okay. I'm a Manny Jen. So like half the energy, I guess. But I have always been interested in so many things. Like I've always been just passionate about so many things. So like you would ask me on a Monday what I wanted to be when I was a kid. And it was like, oh, I want to be like a doctor. And then on Wednesday, I want to be a teacher. By Friday, I want to work at the bank. Like it was like, I have all the spectrum. Never did I want to be an entrepreneur. So just want to like leave that there. I always thought I would like work for somebody else. And because I didn't know any entrepreneurs. So how like, how would I see that for myself? And so it was really interesting and, and really cool. What I noticed like more and more and more was just that, Every job I ever held that I loved involved like building community around something. And so whether that was being a camp counselor or like, you know, in my earliest days or working, I spent my first eight years working, working in residence life, like with, with students and helping them through their transition in university and, you know, building like programs for them and and all of these things. And I loved that. I loved providing that level of support. So for me, I look back on these patterns of like having like, you know, all these different friend groups and, and really like loving all these relationships because I'm a relationship builder at my like real core that like I can see so clearly that like community has been has been the pinnacle and so when we started the social snippet it was really interesting like a lot of the conversations we had not about like oh my gosh like let's get clients and let's bring them to a hundred thousand followers let's like you know get them like huge huge fame we've never had that conversation every conversation we've ever had has been We build digital communities. Like we help people build their communities online because we know that the power of any business and really like for me, it feels like any life is really brought to you by your community and the people who are surrounding you. Um, So we help people build like stronger communities around their business. I love that. And I also, I think there was a golden little 
nugget inside of there about relationship. Because when we start looking at what's the most important thing inside of community is relationship. It's also what's at the core of the successful businesses is when businesses focus on community and focus on relationship. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I was actually talking about this this week because I am part of our local chamber of commerce and I'm in this little group and it's interesting. They give each other so much work. It's like a local mastermind. It's like so odd because I was like, oh, you need to go and you need to spend $10,000 to get relationships like this. Like you need to go over to the States and get these relationships. And these people have been giving each other work for 20 years, like sitting around this room. What the core of it is a relationship with each other. It's not going to each other being like, hey, Corey, you got a lead for me. You have somebody that I can, I can work with. It's like, hey, no, like I'm learning to trust you. And I we've just built this relationship. And now I know that if somebody needs this, you provide this. And so that's what I think the game is when it comes to like building your online network, building your in-person network. It's about realizing that all you're doing is really planting seeds for the time when it's time for things to grow. And that might not be today. It could be, but it might not be. And just being able to pour into people, it's like the best way for you to grow your community and do it without anything in return. Yeah, absolutely. Serve. Absolutely. That's the secret, the secret sauce. Okay. So let's chat a little bit then about that. Basically before social snippet, which we're going to get into that, we're going to share with everybody all about what that actually is. Before social snippet, your current situation was a thing. What were you doing? Yeah. So I had like an almost decade long career working at universities. I worked at a number of local ones. So I, I started my career in residence life. So I was you know, an RA when I was a student. And then I loved being an RA. I loved like, you know, helping with that transition. And then so I became a residence manager. And so I did that for a few years and got my master's degree at that time. And and so I really like, really like dove kind of deep and I loved it. I loved every minute of it. And then I kind of moved into actually being more like a, actually managed residence managers for a few years. And then that was great. And then I moved into a student conduct role where I was supporting students one-on-one who were experiencing like a mental health crisis or, or something like that. And, and really helped them through like being able to get through the rest of the semester or being a support to them. So that's actually what I was kind of doing nine to five, which seems so far from what I do now, like, but in so many ways, I see so much overlap, but yeah, that was kind of my, that was my shebang. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm sure there's, that's the thing when we the more we step into our purpose, you'll start to see that everything that has come before the time of where we are now is usually has served some sort of um, learning lesson or provided some sort of skill that is an actual intersection that brings us to where we are now living in our purpose. And that purpose gets to evolve and grow over, over time. And those intersections get to grow and those skills and and all those things get to to come with us. So let's talk a little bit mm. about the social snippet because you're doing some really amazing work with and for entrepreneurs, helping them get their talents and gifts, helping them live in their purpose. So let's chat a little bit about that. Well, I was going to say, Corey, like on, on what you just said, like I always talk about this thing about nothing wasted, like where it's like, there's nothing that you're doing that's ever wasted. And that it's like, of course, like if you're spending 19 hours bookkeeping a week and you got to like make some changes, that's fine. But like all of these things are like building blocks to who you're meant to be and how you're meant to show up for other people. And so for me, when I look back on this season of like working in higher ed, like why I do try to make a point to talk about that often is because I really felt like I could not become an entrepreneur. Like I, I felt a lot of resistance 
because one, I really value safety, but it was, it was very, it was just like part of my DNA, but really it was for me, like I had a career, like I, like I couldn't do this. I had a master's degree. I couldn't do this. Like it was very wound up with this, these couldn'ts and shouldn'ts. And so what I had to let go of was like this idea that like I needed to become I couldn't be a social media manager because I had a master's degree in conflict resolution. Like I couldn't do it. And and I had to do a lot of unlearning. So I think now when I look at the social snippet, which we provide done for you, social media and podcasting. And like, honestly, I couldn't imagine doing anything else right now. I look on that and I'm like, the reason why I'm so strong in that area is because I learned a lot of social media skills through my jobs. I always had social media side hustles, like my whole adult life. So it all kind of wove together, even at the time they were kind of random, but why I like, like really look back is because I excellent, I think people skills and I work with 60 clients. I have great conversations and good strategy, the great at sales, like building relationships. All of that came from my higher ed time, like supporting people, showing up for people, like pouring into people, building my network. Right. And so, yeah, so now we do done for you, social media and podcasting, but a lot of that came from, from that building those building blocks. Yeah. Well, I'm also listening idea of conflict resolution, I'm just starting to think about when we're trying to resolve conflicts. Oftentimes at the root of a conflict is actually a mutually the same desire. Lisa says, as I understand it yeah. from all the training that I did in, in NLP, usually you would start to peel things back and you would start to see that both people in an argument usually genuinely want the exact same thing, but they're missing like the way that they're communicating about yeah. it. And if you can only find this common thread of communication and make everyone see that you both desire the same thing, you just might want to go a different journey to get to the same thing. That So it really is boils down to communication. And I feel like the real secret sauce in social media and in relationship and in community is just being a highly effective communicator. Yeah, having extreme clarity. I think is, is it is like being, cause I know from, and I think it's like really interesting. Cause I think a lot of people who are listening, Corey, will be like nervous about that statement because it means that they can't pivot. Mm. And so people are always fearful of like, well, how could I pivot? Like, and I'm like, I just did the pivot of a lifetime over there. Like I just like really shook things up people around me and my family and like everyone, everything. And I don't even think I'm just, I think I'm getting, just getting started with all of this. And <laughs> a psychic did tell me that, but what I think is really interesting is that like, we can always change and evolve as long as we're bringing people along for the journey. And because people love people. So we, like when I was doing, I was doing some, some leadership coaching as part of like, that's how I got into the social snippet. Actually, I was doing some side hustle leadership coaching. And when I was doing that, I had a number of clients, every single one of them left with a business. Like, because I was so naturally gifted at being able to show them like what was possible for them. And then when I started the social snippet, all of those people hired us for social media, never having seen anything I'd ever done because they believed in what was possible for what I had offered because we'd built no like and trust. So people will like, if you do good work, people will trust your pivot over and over again. And so not being worried that you can't talk about pivots, but being extremely clear, like when you do have an offer or you have something that you're doing. People should know exactly what you do and how they could buy it from you. And that's, I think, the real crucial message, not like you can never post anything confusing or like if you have to make a change, make a new Instagram. I don't really like subscribe to all of that. But what I do subscribe to is that people want to be a part of your journey. Yeah. So this, I'm, I'm listening to this and thinking a couple of things. One, it's, that's the power of a personal brand, right? Cause you can pivot left, right, up and down all the things when we have a really strong personal brand. And really part of that is this taking people along on the journey and showing up and living that 
authenticness in, you know, in, in our lives and we're showing. So I know there's got to be some people listening though, but that are thinking, how, how do you take people along on the journey when you feel like you don't know what you're doing? Almost, and this is sound, I think your audience will appreciate this, but I, I don't know that all my people would, is that I think sometimes that is the journey. Oh, yes. You know, it's like that people love to see the journey. If you would have told me that five years ago, I would have been like, what on earth are you talking about? Like you little woo-woo monster over there. But I also think that there's this like beauty in like the fact that like we are all so untapped and nobody knows what's coming next. And like, so it's like, I always find, like, do you know Sarah Janzel? I do. Okay. Sarah's the best, right? And so Sarah does Shopify. She's amazing. And then out of nowhere, I get this request to follow an autumn shop. This woman loves pumpkins. She's like obsessed with autumn. And I like, I relentlessly tease her about it. But all of a sudden now she does this apparel. She's an autumn apparel line. Like she needed anything else to do. But people are always keeping us guessing. And that's always amazing, right? Like this is now the next iteration of herself. That's awesome. And I think the, what's cool about all of that is that like, as we grow and we develop and we show people that, like we show people the possibility of what's possible for them. So like, as we're showing them like developing and growing and being unsure and like changing and pivoting and, and changing our Instagram bios, we're showing people that and giving them permission to do it too. I've shared this before, obviously not here, but I had a, a friend who unsubscribed from my email list. I was pissed. Like I was like, and this was, and this wasn't the time when you notice everybody, you know, where like someone unsubscribes and you're like, have you signed up for the reset? You know, that's my four day hypno breath work workshop jam packed with transformative strategies to regulate your nervous system and grow your business. And it's happening the week of September 11th, because if you haven't, you really should. Like I said, it is jam packed. We're going to cover how to accelerate your business without burnout and stress. I'm actually going to walk you through a proven process to uncover your blind spots and your subconscious blocks to break through your upper limits in order to achieve your goals. And then I'm going to share how to eliminate comparison and anxiety so that you can show up in your business and life consistently. And then finally, I'm going to walk you through a step-by-step -step plan for you to regulate your nervous system so you can connect with that inner guidance and wisdom, prioritize your peace and energy, and show up as the whole leader that you are. It's going to be so good. So go ahead and scroll down into the show notes, click on the link, or you can text the word reset to 202-918-3235. And I'll see you there. So this woman unsubscribes from my email list and I'm like, she's dead to me. And so I, she asks me to go for a coffee and I talk to my business partner. I'm like, I'm not going like, she doesn't support me. I'm not going. And I, you know, this was a really sensitive time in our business. And so I go out for coffee with her because I'm a people pleaser and it turned out to be fine. And we're sitting across from each other and I'm like, I'm just going to name it. Like, I'm kind of hurt about this. I'm, a, I'm sensitive AF. I'm recognizing that, but I just have to say that this is like, kind of like rude, just like, market a spam or something. I actually don't do that. But, and she goes, I had to unsubscribe from your email list because the fact that you were stepping into doing these things and I'm stuck here at my desk and like, I hate my job and I hate all these things that I'm doing just made me so jealous. And it was hard for me to watch it and be in like, and supportive of it. Because if I'm supportive of it, like, what does that say about like where I'm at right now? And I'm not happy. And Ooh. that was a point for me where I realized I'm like, one, not everything's about me and my email list. But two, it's like by showing up in my fullest expanded self, I'm actually expanding it for others and showing them what's possible so that they can step into themselves and giving them that permission. 
So many lessons in that. Oh my gosh. It's like why we take things so personally, right? Whether yeah. it's a someone didn't respond fast enough, someone unsubscribed. And truly, there's just so many different stories. We don't know what's going on with someone else, but our only job is to literally show and share what we are doing, at least as entrepreneurs, yeah. and be authentic about it. And if we can just keep being that, doing that, and trusting that every single day, and forget about the likes, forget about the comments, forget about all the other stuff, and just like hold that truth and that vision. Wow, that's such such a good story. I think there's like so many lessons inside of that, and it is true. But I also love that you spoke up, right? Because so often we will not, right? Yeah. And then we carry that story and that story that you carry inside could have fractured that relationship. And basically either you never had coffee with her again, you never spoke to her again, but now that you knew that you could potentially reach out and support her and maybe help her step into her vision or whatever. I mean, there's just like so yeah. many things that you bravery for you to speak up and advocate for yourself and say, Hey, yeah. this is what I'm feeling and gave her the opportunity to share her truth with you. And something I borrowed, I'm sure you are. Are you a Brene Brown fan? Of course. Yeah. I knew it. And you're my people like me, you dogs, Brene Brown and Sarah Janzel. <laughs> but Brene Brown talks a lot in one of her books about this idea, like the story that I'm making up like saying that like and that's something I've been I've been really active on because something about me that I know about myself is I am highly sensitive and so I very like uh, and it's part of I think my human design like all that like I have a very sacral and response to things like I'm very like ooh, like I'm very jolted by things and things bother me and then one husband hates this but like if I have an issue I need to say something about it so it's if I'm bothered about something it's not a big deal but I just need to say something about it and learning that about myself in entrepreneurship has also been a gift because I find in entrepreneurship I don't know if you feel the same way people are it's the same as regular life I guess but like people are so fearful to have difficult conversations and we're so scared especially like when we're networking and we're in all these relationships with each other of like making each other upset which we should be like we should care about each other but it doesn't need to be so stressful and hard. And even like, I can think about this example. I recently, like some really close entrepreneur friends and, and they're in town and we live kind of close and, and they came to town and they didn't receive the invite to hang out. And I was like, Oh, I was hurt. Right. Like I was like, we hang out all the time online. We talk all the time. We see each other at masterminds. And I was like, Oh, like it would have been really nice if like they had reached out to me. So I voiced that, like, I was like, Hey, like this has been on my mind. Like, cause I love you guys. And I see you guys as more than business friends. And like, I would have loved to see you. And they responded back and they were like, we haven't made a single plan while we've been here. We like, haven't organized anything. That's not our style. We usually just come. And it's good that we know this about you. And that like, cause I was like, I book weeks out. Like I'm so busy. Like, but like, now I'm going to have to cancel a whole bunch of plans. We want to see each other. And like, and they were like, that was spiraling out of control. And they were like, yeah, like next time we know this about you and like we can treat each other this way. And so I think having these conversations as petty as they are, as small as they feel, it is so impactful and so helpful for us to be able to like step into the fullest versions of ourselves because we want to be surrounded by our own people who are supporting that vision and whatever that looks like. Absolutely. And I, but then it's not really petty. It's, it's, yes. that's, that's communication, right? That's 
that's sharing. And I think that when, yes, we need to, we don't want to hurt people's feelings, but it's also not our responsibility, someone's reaction to what we communicate. As long as when we communicate, we communicate with an element of love and care and curiosity inside of that communication. Because once you've done that, like you've owned and done your thing and done your part. And then if they respond and feel a certain way, that part's not your, your responsibility, but this is what, I mean, these difficult conversations, that's what the growth gets to happen. Also, imagine if you hadn't had that conversation, then they wouldn't know how to treat you. Yeah. It's just like so, so many good lessons inside of how we get to approach life, a relationship, community building, all of the things. And I think that it's also, we get, have this opportunity when we have those stories that we, we tell ourselves. Something that I love to do is to ask this question is, is that true? I drive my daughter crazy when she starts telling me something and I'm like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. But is it true? But is it true, right? Because most of the times, the story that we're telling ourselves in our head isn't necessarily a true story. It's just a perception, right? Right. No, I love that. You know what? what's interesting about that is I think like in those moments, it's like, it's like we're always on training wheels for these things, you know, where it's like we hear these great pieces of advice. And then when we're stressed, it's easy for us to like put that aside and not like actually think like, oh, like. I should ask myself this question or this is what I'm struggling with or whatever. But I think it's the more of the self-work that we do and the more that we start to think about these things and do things like breath work and like things like where we can actually like drop in on ourselves and we start to do the work. Because even for myself, like I found that since being an entrepreneur, I am so much less cynical, like, and I'm so much more optimistic. And that has come from a space of like doing the work and like being in gratitude, whether it's a cup of coffee or on a beautiful trip to Arizona, like doing the work of gratitude. So even when I broke my elbow recently, I went to the hospital and they were like, you're in a great mood for a woman who no longer has an elbow. And I was like, yes, because it wasn't my legs. And like, I'm in gratitude for the fact that I'm going to walk out of here. And like, I'm in gratitude that I'm not going to, I didn't have to take an ambulance here. Like, and that's like, am I in gratitude that I fell off a Pilates machine? Like, no, but in gratitude about these things, right? And so I think as we continue to like, communicate with others, our needs, but also communicating those things with ourselves and being able to show up in that, in that way is so crucial. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. And that's how we discover our purpose and these pivots that we get to step into. So that actually has me kind of curious of how you shook it up and you moved from being like, you know, in a career type business and that, or career to starting your own business. That's a big leap. How did that happen? And inside of that, I know there had to have been someone that really showed you that it was possible for you, which is what we love to call over here in Super Expander Land, the Super Expander story. So I'd love to hear your Super Expander story. Yeah. So it's funny. I, it was a funny one, I guess, but as I transitioned from higher ed in a way, like I, when I look back on it, all fell into place in a way it feels random to me but it's like I know it was meant to be the way it was I had always worked in in side hustles of social media so that was always something I was doing and it came so naturally to me like social media and social media strategy I could tell anybody any anybody any business like what they can do on social to maximize results like that is just like the way my brain works that's my gift but 
I, I couldn't lean into it because I had so much fear and a big piece of the fear too, I will say was instilled upon me by other people. I like live in, lived in a nine to five land. I was making six figures. I was under 30. Like I was in a great place. You know, my, my family, like immigrants, like came here for a different life. They believe that when you have a job, you hold on to it until you die and you stay in that same one. Right. So I was going against this idea of like my family being like, oh, like you're so like accomplished. Like, this is so great. And me being like, yeah, I feel accomplished, but I feel empty. Like I don't feel that motivated by the things that I'm doing. It felt less motivated as time went on because I was less of an owner. And so really like when we made the transition, Maria was working for me as a VA for my consulting. And, and then people kept asking me, will you do my social? Will you do my social? We went into it. And then we started, it was like gangbusters. Like we had five clients before I knew it. Maria was full-time in it. I was still working at the university. Like, so we're kind of unfolding, but I still always, and I tell him this all the time. So this is maybe like of a boring super expander story because I'm sure people are like their parents, like have taken them out of burning buildings and stuff, but Chris Harder's mine. And the reason for that was as I was side hustling and I was like, Corey, like, I don't talk about this that often, but I was like going to therapy about it. Like, cause I was, I was struggling. Like I was, it was really changing my identity of like who I was and what was possible for me. Like I had no future dreams. Like I was at the point where I had nothing. Like I was like, I have my dream job. Like I have nothing to look forward to other than my family. And I was, it was so hard for me. And I was like going to counseling and I was crying and I, I was so scared to tell my mom. And like, and then I told my mom she didn't care. And so like all these things, right. Is it true? It wasn't like, it was not true. And so I started listening to Chris Harder's podcast. Uh, somebody was posting it in my community. I was like, hey, I listened to it and resonated with me so much. And what made it so expansive for me, Corey, was the fact that this idea of generosity and wealth, like kind of coexisting because I never wanted to be rich. I'm doing air quotes, but I never wanted to be rich because I'm like, I'm a good person. Like I can't be rich and a good person. And listening to him and his generosity, I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I did the first round of fast foundations that I did. And I was literally after that, I was like, I, it was like something shifted. I was like, I can never work a nine to five again. Like whether social is my last business, I'm not sure, but like, probably not to be honest, but like, I was so moved by the fact that like, yeah, I can have this incredible lifestyle that I have now plus them. And also I can do huge things for other people. And so actually I've had the opportunity to meet a number of times, which has been awesome. But when I bought my car, like I got my Tesla, I was really excited for my little Tesla and I sent Chris a picture and I said like, Chris, like, I just want to tell you that if it wasn't for you, this would be a Honda Civic the way to my nine to five. And not that there's anything wrong with a Honda Civic, but it was like this visualization of like, I would never would have spent 70 grand on a car. I never would have like, you know, and now what I see is possible is so different, but also what I see is so possible for my family. Like before it would have been like, I would love for like, you know, to take my family on vacation, like once in my lifetime. Now I'm like, I cannot wait to find my family private somewhere. Like that's like what I'm looking forward to. Or like, I can't wait to, you know, like recently invest in a business. Like, wow, that would have never come up for me. And that type of money that's hopefully going to come from that would have never been possible for me. So being around like-minded people. And that's why I think coaching and like mentorship from people like you are so important because getting around like-minded people who can expand that worldview for you, you can never go back. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. So I think that was, that was my super expander story. And then now that I'm in it, it's like, I can't even imagine. And I love creating that for other people. Whenever anyone is like, I'm in a side hustle situation. I'm like, okay, 
Like, let's unpack. Like, what do you need to make to be full-time? Like, what do you need to, like, and we're doing like the calculator shit, but like, I just, I love to see what's possible for other people, which is like, I think the community in me, but yeah, that's my super expander story. I love it. Chris is, Chris has been mentioned here on this, on the podcast before as has Lori, because you know, well, we're in the bubble. So a lot of conversations happen, but also when we start looking at the entrepreneur world, they have really had a hand in a lot of the success stories. A lot of them. I was on a podcast just yesterday and I was chatting with this man and he was like, do you know Chris Harder? And I was like, yeah, I do know Chris Harder. And he was like, that man changed my life. Like I went here and I did this. And like, you know, I was in the first elite mastermind and, you know, I did the first podcast, like amazing stuff, but it's like, there's so many people that have the capacity to do this for you. Like, it's not only about investing in Chris, like, or even investing with someone like us. Like, it's not even about that. It's about finding the person that helps you get the most amount of expansion and like shows you what's possible. And yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm grateful to him. And I, that's why I was like, this is a boring answer because I feel like I talk about this man all the time, but I, I know my life wouldn't be the same without him. Not a boring answer. It's, it's your super <laughs> expanded story. And it's just a testament that he's living in his purpose too. So it's nice to be able to share that, right? And edify him for for that. So I love, I love that. Okay. So you stepped into this this big vision and it's expanded because when we're living in our purpose, that's really, really what happens. So explain to everyone what social snippet is, like what you do and how they can find out more about it. Like where can they find you? What's the best way to learn more, to get in your world? Yeah. So we are a full service social media and podcasting agency. So we call it from idea to impact. So we bring everything from the ideas to impact of it. So we make all the content, we do all the things. And then same thing for podcasting, where basically you have the conversation and then we'll edit it and then write show notes and put it up there and clip it up for social and the whole shebang. So it's like nice and easy and lots of business owners take us up on that. Uh, but we also do some like done for, or not done for you. We do done for you, but we also do some coaching as well as have a class called Instagram for impact. And I love this course. It's a great, it's a great little six week course that helps people get from like I don't know what I'm doing with Instagram to all the way to like, I feel impactful and empowered. Yeah. That's, we have about 60 clients that we work with day in and day out, which is awesome. We have a pretty big team, but I'm just blessed by helping people like be able to bring their dreams to life. I honestly feel like I have a dream job, like helping people like market their big visions and yeah, I'm, I'm really blessed by it. Oh my goodness. So what's the best way for them to, to find you? I know. I always forget this part. I always, I'm like, I do this on my podcast all the time. And then I'm like, oh, so the best way for you guys to get in touch with us is I'm best on Instagram. You can find me at christina.bartold. I spell my name with a K or at the social snippet. And let me know what resonated from this episode because any friend of Corey is a friend of mine. So I definitely want to chat with you. So just come on by. And then you can go to our website at thesocialsnippet.com and you can find out a little bit more about us and what we offer and maybe how we can support you. Absolutely. And they need to check out your podcast. I know. Okay. This is the one. I am the worst marketer. Build your digital community. I had a, we had a great episode. Actually, the download numbers are impressive. Like I, yeah, I was really impressed. So yeah, we had a great episode together. I've had Chris on there. It's been great. But yeah, build your digital community. And it's all about community building online. So how do we build community and kind of move forward from there? Okay. So all of that will be in the show notes for ease. So be sure that you go down there, say hello, give a follow, check out the podcast and you know, when you, when you go over there and start following, make sure you say hello, let her know that you found her here through this podcast, because it is, I think so valuable to know when someone new comes into your world, how they found out about you. So let her know. 
if there were just, I don't know, one little juicy nugget of wisdom, some parting words that you wanted to leave the audience with, what would it be? Mm. I think it's this idea of nothing wasted. Everything mm. that you're doing is, is building blocks for something else. So even if you feel like it's random, it's not, it's not. Yes. Right. I think that there's that favorite, one of my favorite quotes by Steve Jobs, which is you can't connect the dots when we are looking forward. You can only connect them when we are looking back. So know that at some point, whatever has happened, if you feel like it was wasted, when you, when you're looking in the rear view mirror on some sort of reflective journey, you're going to be like, ah, oh, this totally makes sense. I love that. Yeah. I love that too. So great great words of wisdom. I so appreciate you for being here today, for having this conversation. Thank you. Oh, firstly, my pleasure. And thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited that you sent that DM and that we got to connect and do our little podcast swap. But like, I know this isn't the end for us. So I appreciate you so much. Oh my God. It's just the beginning. Magic is being made. (laughs) (laughs) Everything happens for a reason, right? Nothing wasted. (laughs) Nothing wasted. We will catch you on the next episode. Like a fire needs oxygen and fuel. You're not meant to reach your goals alone. Your missing part could be as simple as finding the right community. And if it's not my community, there's definitely the right one out there for you. If you're looking for a place to start, check out the link in the show notes and let this community help you breathe in fresh oxygen.